Vanessa. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hi, Michael. So the other day, somebody was needed a faucet hooked up. Uh-huh. I offered to do it for them, and they're like, "No, nah, I'm good." I wonder why. I do too. What side is the hot water hooked up in their kitchen? The side with the red handle. And what side is the red handle supposed to be on? The side that the hot water comes out. It's supposed to be on the left. Everybody's house in America has it on the left. No, ours doesn't. It has it on the side with the red handle. Which is wrong because it's on the right-hand side. Or it's right because it's on the side with the hot water and the red handle. Clearly delineated. It's easy to follow. No, it's not, because every time I go to my mom's house, I flip the handle over to the left expecting, or the right, expecting cold water, whichever direction it's supposed to be for cold. Yes, I flip it over to the left, because uh-huh. our cold's on the left, and it comes out hot, and I sit there, and I sit there, and I sit there, and it's getting warmer, and it's getting warmer, and I don't know why. Hey, hey, you, you want to know something? You ready? What? Mitch, take us to the intro. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation. I mean, I would talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode, <laughs> episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa. He thinks he's so funny. <laughs> because you're... All right. So maybe somebody missed the intro. You're mad that the hot water comes out of the side with the red handle. The red handle is supposed <laughs> to be on the left-hand side of the sink. And then when you go to your parents' house, you said you get confused. Yes, because I flip it over to the left because our cold is on the left uh-huh. instead of the right. And, and so I wait for it to get cold <laughs> and it doesn't get cold. At what point is the temperature continue to escalate? Like, huh? It takes hotter. me about 10 seconds. It's getting hotter. I wonder when it'll still get, start getting colder. Hmm. Still going hotter. Moral of the story, don't ask him to install a faucet. He won't do it right. Moral, you might be okay with your finances, but don't have him do plumbing. Moral of the story, you just said you get confused when using a faucet. That's what I heard. Right. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. I wonder when the cold water will start coming out. You can go home now. (laughs) I will do this myself. Uh, Do you want to? No. (laughs) It won't end well. All right. So here is, I want to start with a, I'd say it was an article, but when I looked it up, it didn't turn to, 
turn out to be an article. You want to give us the title? It says, six-year-old Connecticut boy, six-year-old boy, racked up 16000 on mom's credit card playing video games. I find it interesting that you omitted Connecticut boy when rereading it. Well, just a six-year-old boy. A boy so, who is six. I'm going to play the video, but I'll have you read it out because it's one of these dumb videos that has no point on being a video. It's just music, music with pictures and then words. Which is pretty much a Ford commercial. Right. Ford says the words and writes them out. Right. Which would actually be better if this one would do it. But here we go. Nope. That's a commercial with a bunch of Santas that I have no idea what they're doing. Buying Fords. Oh. Well, at least we know what the commercial is about since it uh, put the words on the screen. Six-year-old left his mom in debt after going on a $16,000 shopping spree on her iPad in Connecticut. I don't know why it matters what state. George Johnson secretly racked up the charges by purchasing add-on boosters for his favorite video game, Sonic Forces. Anybody else think the story's fake right there? Like yeah, the what most is Sonic Forces? No, that, that's what you took. <laughs> I took the most non-discriminant name ever. George Johnson. George. Technically, that's our neighbor. Is that on the radio? You can't. Alleged neighbor. Okay. Purchasing red rings for $1.99, gold rings for $99.99 that allowed him access to new characters and speeds. When. You know, do you see a problem here? She's. I, I get it. It's a photo shoot, but even in the photo shoot. He's the boss. Yeah, she's just like, oh, well, it happened. Yeah. So when his mom, Jessica, discovered the charges, she assumed she'd been the victim of fraud. But when she finally figured out what happened, Apple had no sympathy and told her she should have known to fix her settings. And again, look at this picture. You had a $16,000 charge. And you're half smirking with your arms crossed. Like, yeah, I, I think at this point you might actually sell me some Girl Scout cookies. Right. Was that it? No, there's a little more. And even though she wasn't able to pay her mortgage, Jessica doesn't blame her son. These games are designed to be completely predatory and get kids to buy things. What grown-up would spend $100 on a chest of virtual gold coins? Well, she hasn't met those grown-ups we call your brothers. Or my mother. Would she? I don't know that she spent $100, but she spent money on stupid virtual <laughs> games before. Just going to throw that I mean, there. not on Sonic the Forest or whatever right. this was. Right. <clears throat> so you had something you wanted to say about this. How do you get to sixteen grand? What do you mean? I get an alert on my phone if something doesn't, like, if it's unnecessary charges. He's, there's no way he did $16,000 in a 24-hour time period. No way. I, yeah, I agree with you. That seems highly unusual to me. And I'm not sure it's Apple's job to just get rid of the charges. No, it's not. I'm sorry. There are settings on your phone. Every time you go to buy something, I have to type in a password. Well, but that not everyone does that. I guess where I was going with that is, why wasn't the follow-up call to your bank, to the credit card provider, to the debit card provider? Right. And then you refute those charges. Right. Because they were not authorized. You didn't tell little Georgie Pooh there that he was allowed. Or maybe she did. Maybe this is why she's smiling through the whole thing. Right. Because she was like, oh, go ahead and play the game. Gave him access to it. And then 
didn't monitor it. And right. here's an iPad for 10 hours, kid, so I can do other stuff. Yeah, but it, it still doesn't mean she authorized him to spend $16,000. Correct, but that's a discussion you have with your kid. Right, but the point I'm making for anybody listening, if you get into a similar situation, you refute it with your credit card provider, with your True. bank, the debit card provider. And I bet you somewhere along the way there, you come up with a reasonable... Amount. Yeah. Right. And I'll bet you with that, the moment then the credit card provider takes it back from Apple. Right. I'm not saying you're going to get a call from Steve Jobs. Well, that'd right. be impossible now. Right? Correct. Steve Jobs is no longer with us. <laughs> well, it'd be weird if you got a call from Steve Jobs then. But you re- th- that's why you have theft protection, fraud protection... On your credit and debit card. Correct. I don't authorize Joe Blow to steal my credit card number and go use it in California when I'm in Michigan. Yeah. And they flip those around real fast. So under President Bush, the second Bush. um, George W. Right. I thought everyone got that when I said the second Bush. George H.W. or George W. That's usually how they refer to them. There's only two Bushes. <laughs> the second President true. Bush. What do you mean that's not technically There's true? There's more than two Bushes. That have been president. No. A few more I've ran for president. You are just making things hard tonight, aren't you? Yep. The second Bush made it so your maximum liability, regardless of whether it's a credit card or debit card, is $50. Right. So if you can kind of think back over the last 15 years, if you... Think about it. You've seen where it used to kind of be too bad, so sad, and figure it out, file police reports, to now the credit card companies send you alerts for uh, unusual spending. Right. Which actually brings up an interesting point. Why didn't her credit card company flag this as unusual spending? Because it was only... 99 cent purchases some 100 if there were well, even dollar 99 dollar 99 yeah but if you did to get 16,000 at two bucks a pop that means he did 8,000 charges right but or 160 if she had it password protected and gave him the password no 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 your credit card doesn't company doesn't know you have a password. Your credit card company sees dollar ninety nine, dollar ninety nine, dollar ninety. Who's that to should say have this wasn't it. over a month or two period though? Well, maybe it was, and maybe, she wasn't yeah. paying attention. That's what it brings me more to. As you and I were talking about, I don't think this. You started it earlier. I don't think this happened over twenty four hours. Correct. I think it happened over, let's say, a billing statement. Right. But again, if you find yourself in that predicament, you refute the charges. Right. And you get into some type of settlement over this. And what's the last thing you do? You shut down your Apple ID. Correct. Or you don't give it to your kid for three hours at a pop. Unmonitored at six years old. And if you're going to blame Apple, I think you should blame Sonic there too. That little hedgehog took you for a ringer. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com 
has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. Join us on Twitter, even though Mike still hasn't put it back on his phone. I got it. I posted a picture of gold. When? What do you mean, when? Before Thanksgiving. Oh, I missed that one. Well, you weren't even part of the show. That was when uh, our uh, favorite listener said that you're getting replaced by your children because they're better. Oh, yeah. You did do that, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I agree with them. They are better. Infuriating most of the time. But they are better. Yeah, I don't know. The middle segment, keeping your youngest on track, I'm not really sure he added much to the conversation. He's five. I'm not blaming. Okie dokie then. But back to it. So join us on Twitter. Group us, like us, friend us. At Fireproof Show. Smack us, slap us. I don't know the things you can do. Right. Um, Okay. At Fireproof Show on Twitter. Dot com. Yes. All right. So we talked about, um, you know, and this is going to happen a lot, right? Because we're in the holidays right now and maybe people won't be traveling. Maybe you will. And there's going to be an increase in screen time. Correct. You're going to be cooking. You're going to give Billy Jr. the iPad. This is where a good old fashioned DVD player comes in. Or, well, yes, I agree. Yes. Yep. They don't need an iPad to watch a movie. Go plug it into the TV. You don't even need a DVD player. They've got Netflix right on your TV. Well, not everyone has Netflix, Mrs. Vanderbilt. Okay, fine. But DVD players, you can get a real cheap one for like 20 bucks. You know what you could do? Just go get a box. Cut a cut oh. a hole in the box. They'll play in it for hours. And then you tell them it's a TV. Put a squirrel in the other side. Put a little saran wrap over no, the hole. No Boom. squirrels. No. <laughs> All right. Well, there's going to be potential increased uh, screen time. So right now is the time to... Update your security settings. Upgrade your security settings. Put a pin for making purchases. Uh, put an alert on your credit cards. Or just do what you do. Pretty sure the kids know the Hulu pin by now. You've used it oh, enough they times know in it, front yeah. of them. You threaten to pay them like 25 cents an hour <laughs> to pay back whatever they purchased on them. Yes. For labor. I'm surprised that worked because it was a couple months ago and I... I said something about don't buy anything, and our oldest is like, I'm not going to buy anything. I think I, I offered him two bucks an hour. He's right. like, I'm not working for five hours. To pay off a movie that I decided <laughs> I wanted to watch. But right. it worked. So anyway, do that. But you have to be serious when you do that, because if you just threaten it, then they will buy the movie, and then it will never happen. Right. But these things are going to happen. And on the back side of that... You know, it's a, he's six years old. I get it because we have a five-year-old. Um, it's a good opportunity, a reminder for all of us. We're not good at this either, but to have a conversation with your kids about this Correct. and remind them when that happens. And, and I say we're not good about this. I was cleaning an area of our upstairs. We have a loft area. And I was irate last weekend because I found a brand new shirt and a brand new pair of pants and a brand new shirt. It was right. pants and shirt for one child, shirt for another. Right. All with the tags on them. Mind you, I laid down to take a small nap because I had a migraine. And then I wake up to a... I was not yelling. You were being fairly assertive. All I, the while you had ESPN blaring on the TV in our room. Let's stay on point. 
Right. Point is, it's easy to overlook these things. And finance in general, I would say, you know, the reason I liked this story about the $16,000 in charges is what do you do in your personal life that maybe is that $1.99 little cut at a time? Maybe it's Starbucks for some people. That's going to be more like five ninety nine. You get my point, though. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know that there's a cup of coffee with a little Starbucks label on it. That's $1.99. Well, maybe it's the... Um, the snack box at my office is $1.25. My brother owes me $45 because of that snack box. That's an unusual habit. You know a habit I've seen a lot of people, though? And I'm not saying anything negative about like Speedway coffee. It's a dollar. But it adds up. Right. I used to go I used to go to quality mm-hmm. every day when I worked in Grand Rapids. Stop there, get my dollar coffee, zoom on. Mm-hmm. Twenty bucks a month. Two hundred and forty dollars yep. a year. And I was broke. But the so the thing is though, what what we do in personal finance, we tend to isolate our decisions. What I mean by that is we look at the dollar and say, No big deal, it's a dollar, Mike. You know, hey, Scrooge, lighten up. But it's not the dollar. It's that dollar on top of another dollar. It wasn't, you know, that kid didn't rack up $16,000 in charges by making one purchase. Correct. I'm with you. I don't even think most of the purchases were probably the 99s. Right. I'll bet you most were the dollar 99s. Right. And the parents weren't paying attention. And then all of a sudden, boom, the bill pops up and it's like, oh, Johnny's 20 hours of screen time. Well, and the thing that this didn't say is what if that was over two months or three months or right. a year? Right. See, I actually understand why maybe she's taking more accountability saying, hey, well, I guess she's not taking accountability, not blaming Billy there or George. George. What do they call little George? Little George? Georgie? That sounds like a little dog. Here, Georgie. They call him George. Always? That's like a really adult kind of name. I know. Yo, George. I don't know. I don't know. There's got to be like a nickname. George. Unless he goes by a middle name. Anyway. You know, you take us down these tangents. But I wonder... I wonder. like calling a little kid Gary. Hi, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You want to do a segment on (laughs) worst names for children? (laughs) Right. How about Elmira? That actually is kind of cute. What? Our youngest has a girl that he goes to school with. Her name is Wilhelmina. And right. And they call her Wilhelmina. Yeah, but the short of that is Willie. Mina. No, Willie. Mina. Right, but the short <laughs> no, is Willie. The short is Mina. No, it's Willie. <laughs> okay. I know a Wilhelmina and she goes by Willie. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Who? I can't say it on the radio. Okay. It's a client. Anyway. So. Where let's take our last break, but I want you to think about this. Isn't you know we acted like you and I listen to it, and a lot of people listen to go. I'd never let my kid do that. Yeah, you know before you get off your white horse, there maybe you look at your own situation. And go, where am I doing this? You mean the high horse. Why can't it be a white horse? <laughs> That's not the phrase. Well, how many things are you going to correct from me today? As let's many take, as I can. We're taking a break. I'm not talking about a relationship. I'm talking about the show. We'll be right back.
United Airlines makes it easy to fly from Muskegon County Airport with a travel-friendly schedule and competitive airfares. Haven't flown from Muskegon in a while? Fly locally with a short commute and parking located just steps from the terminal. Check-in and security lines are never more than 50 passengers per flight. At the end of your trip, get your bags quickly and be home in no time. Flights depart daily at 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Starting mid-February, the evening flight arrives at 11.20 p.m. to maximize return flight options from most locations. It pays to check Muskegon first at united.com. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to GRMusicLessons.com. That's GRMusicLessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. It's always our pleasure to be with you. Yes, we fight a little bit. That's just who we are. We love it. We love each other. We love you guys, and we love being here with you. To call it fighting. Huh? Some people would. I would call it bickering. I don't know. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not calling you names. That's your line. (laughs) I mean, just going to throw it out there. Banter. It's banter. All right. So we're talking about... In finances. Little things you spend over time that don't seem like a big deal. Death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. And there's lots of things that you can eliminate. And they won't make a large impact right away. But some of the ones that come to my mind, and we've done this on the the show a number of times. I even did a special on Fox one time about how much these things add up to. But the first one, actually, what's what's the first one? I'm going to write it down. What's the first one that comes to your mind is one of the things you can do right away um, to lower your outgo. Stop going out to eat. Darn it. I didn't have that one. What did you have? I can't read that. That is gibberish. Furnace. Lower your... uh, Oh, yeah, by a couple degrees. Yeah. I think ours is too high at 65, but it's hot in our room. Let's stay on subject. (laughs) That's a big one for me, though. And I know there, and it's funny because I've had this conversation with your dad, and your dad talks about growing up in a house where they really didn't have um, forced air in their house. Correct. And so in the summer, he jokes like, I think this is probably a bit of an egregious exaggeration. It is. It's my dad. But he talks about how, you know, you could put a, a glass of water and it'd skim over overnight in the winter. Right. Yeah. I, I'm thinking it wasn't that bad, but. Your son might argue that about his room. Whatever. So, you know, but to him then, because growing up that way, it's like he would go without cable as an example. If he had to pick two, because we've talked about this. He'd go without cable to have the house at the temperature he wants. Which is sub-zero. In the summer. He like, they sleep with the windows open in the winter. My mom's window is still open. I don't think that's entirely his call, though. I think he likes sleeping in a cold room. Oh, anyway, being comfortable though. Right. Um, what's some other things? So you said eating out. That's probably even a bigger one right now with all of these convenience apps like the DoorDash, Grubhub, Grubhub, Uber Eats. Yep. That's adding up faster than you realize. And right now you're being encouraged to do it because restaurants are closed. Yeah. You know Which what? I understand yeah. that. I do understand that. 
I would just order and go pick it up myself because I'm not going to pay somebody $10 to do it. But And there's, you know what, there is something to be said about supporting our local restaurants. But then make sure, you know, and, and I'm split on this because I was just going to say a story about like Domino's as, as an example. But a lot of those franchises are locally owned. Correct. But, you know, I remember meeting with a client here about seven or eight years ago. And they're up north, and she said, Mike, and I've heard this so many times, her kids were uh, in end of high school into college. They, they, This client, um, husband and wife, were on the younger end of the people we work with. Right. And she said, you don't understand where we're at in a point of life. And they had a good income, but she said, your kids are young. They don't have the demands that our kids do. And I looked at her, and I said, her name was Lori, and I said, Lori... It's as simple as going out to eat. And she said, what do you mean? I go, you know, here's one of the things that I've heard so many times. And that is on Friday, after a 50, 60 hour work week, you go, you know what? I deserve, I, I've worked my tail off. We've it's made this money. Night. It's pizza. It, exactly. It's pizza night. So I give her the story about this. Well, and your mom did that when she lived with us. It it's was almost norm- Little yeah. Caesars night every Friday. It is normal. And so... I give her this story about how much that adds up. I did all the math. I'm like, boom, it's that much per year. And I could see, I, I didn't think I had really made an impact though. A year later, she told me that we were doing a review and she's like, well, we're going to sp- uh, a spring break. And I go, well, that's cool. Um, you know, a year ago you said you guys couldn't travel though and meet these other goals. So what did you give up or what changed? She goes, I gotta be, I gotta level with you. And I said, what? And she goes, I thought you were kind of full of it. Like you just didn't understand, um, you were just a Scrooge, basically. Right. And she goes, we didn't have Friday night pizza nights. We had Wednesday night pizza night. And she goes, you know what? You told me about how when you go to Little Caesars, and then it's breadsticks, and then it's pop, right. and it just, add, it, it you know, it snowballs. And the kids get a little bit older, so one $5 pizza doesn't cut yep. it anymore. You have to get two, sometimes three. And she goes, you know... It wasn't right away, but it was three or four months later, and boom, it clicked. It was, our night was Wednesdays. And I don't remember her reason, but she said, our nights were Wednesdays, and it wasn't one pizza, it was three, Mm -hmm. because I had my boys, and then sometimes they'd have a friend. Right. And then there was wings, there was breadsticks, and two or three two liters. Right. And she goes, you know... And I, I don't recall off the top of my head how much that equaled up to, but I, just giving you kind of that order had to have been, it wasn't Little Caesars. Right, it was a... That had to have been $30, $40. Correct. And all she did was saved that for about 10 months. And she goes, you know what? She goes, I think she had said, if I remember correctly, that like the first week she came home and didn't do it, it was kind of like, well, what's going on? She's like, oh, I just don't feel like doing that. She's like, after that, no one really gave a hoot. Right. It just... It wasn't worth, basically, it was it was convenient, it was easy, but I, you know, I guess I thought it was worth more value to the family than what it truly turned out to be. Correct, because whatever you made for dinner that night, the same kids still probably came over, mm-hmm. friends. Yep. So you made mass quantities of tacos at home, which are cheaper than buying a bunch of pizzas. How long did it take our kids to realize we got rid of cable? Do you remember? Like... Zero. No, no, no. I'm not talking about... Actually, that's funny. When I de- downgraded the cable package, because then they went on Comcast and, and our oh, middle yeah, child and was like, to watch yeah, everything she wanted to channel. watch. She's like, why don't we get this? And we don't get this. <laughs> Disney Junior. I wanted to watch... Blah, blah, blah. Well, we don't get that anymore. What? <laughs> 
Sorry, but, honey. But if you remember, after when we got rid of it, got rid of it, it was like two months before they even realized that we had gotten rid of it. Completely. Yeah, I think she came into the kitchen because I was making breakfast or something and they'd just gotten up and she goes, this remote doesn't work. I need new batteries. And I go, no, the, <laughs> it's not the batteries. And she goes, well, I can't get anything to click on. So I popped the batteries out, put it in a different remote and hit the power <laughs> button. And she goes, how did you do that? And I went, that remote doesn't work anymore because we don't have cable. And so... The I, shrieking, yeah. the terror. The important to that, that's not, and that that example won't work for everybody. Getting rid of pizza night doesn't work for everybody. Putting the thermostat down doesn't work for everybody. But you know what? Unless you try these things, you got to mess with them a little bit to find out what they actually care about and to an extent, find out what you actually care about. Right. Maybe it's, I mean, I had coworkers that would order Chinese every Friday. Mm-hmm. It's $5 for lunch because Easily. Chinese is cheap at lunch. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. It's $30 for dinner for the same yeah, thing. right. <laughs> but you get a fortune but cookie. Anyway, they would do it every Friday. And for a while I did. And then there were just a couple Fridays where it's like, I don't really want to shell this out. So mm-hmm. instead of pulling $5 out of my wallet to give to somebody to go run, you know, Wherever. make the run... I took the $5 from my checking account and popped it over into my savings. And after six months, look at how much you've saved. Yeah. And we've always said, hey, we're talking to people right now who maybe are struggling. You know, and today I'm not. I'm talking to everybody. Because when you do these things, you'll find waste in your own budget. And you'll find waste in the things you spend. You'll find that you're spending on some things that you could, you could care less about. Correct. And there is something that everybody wants to do that they say they can't afford. Exactly. And you can reallocate those resources then to something else. Correct. That's all the time we have for today. It's always a pleasure. We are your hosts. And until next week, this has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances with Michael and Vanessa Marquis. Want to listen to past shows or get in touch with Michael or Vanessa? Head over to twitter.com slash fireproofshow or go to fireproofradio.net. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.